1: Here we are again, Glenn. Morning, Mike. Good morning. How are you? Man, I'm doing good. Doing I r- good. I raced to get here today. I raced to get here today. That's unlike you. Uh, I know. I was in the fast lane. Life were, in the life in the fast lane like Joe Walsh.
2: Well, you're always in the fast lane, but it's unlike you to be three minutes late. I know.
1: I know. Well, I uh, I probably lost a little sleep last night thinking about step eight.
2: Oh, is that what we're on today? Step on, eight? Step eight? Ah. Uh, one of my faves. Yeah, it is, it's good stuff. Well, really, Step 9 is my favorite. But you got to do Step 8 before you get to Step 9.
1: I'm pretty sure last week you said that Step 7 was your favorite. And the week before, I'm pretty sure you said Step 6
2: was your favorite. Yeah, but I really think Step 1 is my favorite. <laughs> or Step 3. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, poor 2. All right, let's get, <laughs> let's get down
1: to business. All right, Step 8.
2: All right, ready? Right. We made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to to make amends to them all
1: mm, willing. So the principle behind, uh, this step I'm, I'm going to assume is willingness willingness. Yeah. Willingness. I know, uh, it's been referred to as responsibility or love as well. Right. So kind of self, uh, self responsibility. Uh, I don't know that I've, that I've uncovered a word that really describes what step eight did for me and my personal journey. Um, you know, I came into I came into step eight and, you know, when I accumulated my notes uh, from four and six, you know, I came to realize an awful lot about myself as I started putting the, together the list because uh, really, you know, I, I, I came from a point where I thought the only person really I was doing any harm to was myself, Glenn. I, I didn't realize that there was a, a road of destruction behind me until I really opened my eyes and, and took a look.
2: Well, that's interesting. You know, as I was going, you know, even before I really committed to the program, you know, going back to step one, I knew my life was unmanageable, right? And and I knew part of that unmanageability, I was burning people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was burning people. I was burning things. I was leaving devastation. I just did, didn't really care. I I didn't I didn't focus on it. I didn't care. And and the snippets of time when I did, I just drank to escape it, man. Sure. I just you know I just kept the cycle going, right? Um, you know, and and so I was. I, I was definitely aware, um, you know, the damage that it did. Um, but I also, um, I was like, wow, now I've got to clean the street up, you know. Right. And, and uh, you know, I thought throughout the process, you know, I'm like, I've said enough sorrys. I should be good. Right. But that's not what it's about. No, I guess. You, no. you know, and frankly, no. pe- people at, at some point were sick and tired of hearing words out of my mouth, yeah. you know
1: my grandmother used to say when i was a youngster she'd say being sorry doesn't help right being sorry doesn't help and her her uh, her real meaning behind that was do something about it do something about it but step 8 uh, requires us as i've learned to do something about it's the beginning of doing something about the damage that you caused in and around you in your universe and 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 the first part of it is being willing to you know to to make amends to to all the people, but the first part of the step is
2: to make a list of all persons we had harmed. How'd you go about doing that? Well, it's funny when I first, you know, really absorbed this step. You know, it says became willing. Um, for me, that took guts. You know, that took humility, ego deflation. Um, you know, and I, you know, I first started making a real comprehensive list, right? Mm-hmm. But this is where. You know, working the steps in order and the timing of it, and also working with a sponsor, you know, to right. help help filter out. It's not like, hey, you don't have to go back to first grade, you know, to when you you know stole Jimmy's cookie, right? Um, did you read my list? Well, I'm sorry, did you, <laughs> stole, you stole Jimmy's I cookie? Stole Jimmy's cookie? No, no. I've been trying to track him down. know. yeah, but it was, uh, hey, it's it's uh, it's scary. You know, it, it was scary initially for me to, to say, hey, you know, up until, you know, up through step seven, you know, I've been owning stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But it's one thing to own it in your head and it's another thing to own it through actions, right? right. And, um, you know, so, you know, my list was, um, wasn't very long. Um, it was probably, you know, 12, 12 or less but it was super powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's why, you know, I tell my uh, sponsees, I'm like, hey, these steps are in order for a reason, right? Um, you know, one is, you know, I got to have the, you know, I, I call it sober maturity, right? Mm-hmm. So as I started making this list, you know, I was already, my, my mind was already working, right? right. What are they going to say? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? You know, so, you know, when I initially made the list, you know, I left a couple of people off because I'm like, man, you know, I don't want to deal with that. Right, right? Sure, but, sure. But that's why, you know, working with the sponsor, committing to the program, you know, I had gone through a l- rest of the steps up through, you know, up through seven and now eight. I mean, I was ready to own it. Right. How about well, you? Well, you know, again, my
1: sponsor used two words as we worked my entire program and still do to this day. And that's be fearless and thorough about your recovery. And uh, step eight was no exception to that. None of the steps were, and, and he focused on making sure that I had an exhaustive list. So, yeah, the first 10, 12 people on my list, ironically, had the same last name as me. Um, <laughs> and what are the odds, right? Uh, but, then, but then, you know, somewhere in between, somewhere in between, uh, you know, the, the last person that I cut off in the, in the parking lot and Jimmy the cookie guy, uh, you know, I ended up with quite a long, quite a long list of, of people that How I many? felt I'd done them harm. You know, it was I was well over a hundred. Honestly, wow, yeah. Um, now, again, my sponsor looked at it and said, you know, here's here's what we need to understand. You're right. not gonna you're not gonna tackle these all if ever, um, but what you're gonna do is you're gonna focus on uh, on the ones that that you can um, and the ones that make sense. In your path to recovery, and so you're right about that. This my sponsor's guidance on these steps was uh, was was worth
2: worthwhile and and priceless. Yeah, you know, and I um, you know, I still point out, you know, and I combine step eight nine together. I just do. I think right. that's that's right. A, you know part of a process. Um, you know, but I'm working with the sponsor right now, and we, we really you know purposely you know pulled out step eight. You know, and, and going through the list. And again, he doesn't have, you know, a hundred plus. You must've really done a lot of damage, brother. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding you, man. I, I'm just kidding you. Um, but it's hard to, um, you know, once once you make a list, right, then it's, you know, key to work with your sponsor and, and talk about each one. That's what I did with, with, with this guy and... You know, I'm like, hey, let's let's build a strategy for each one as as we do eight and, and start looking at nine. You know, making those amends. You know, it's a session. It's 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 a lot of uh, you know discussion back and forth. It's a lot of digging. It's it's easier digging because you just did four and five, right? right so right. you have you know between the sponsor and sponsee relationship, there's trust, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And. There's there, there's no more hiding the hemorrhoids, yeah, right. you know, as I like to say, right? right? So so it's uh it's an opportunity to dig in, um but but overall you know as we talk about step eight step eight and step nine, you know I look at the stuff that I did and I look at my conscience and my soul and what's inside me and and I knew my behavior and actions. We're well away from what I really believe and, and what I'm really about as a person.
1: Well, isn't that right? That's the enlightening that happened. My experience with step eight and nine was not so much combination. Uh, my sponsor guided me to uh, to dig the hole in step eight. Mm-hmm. Really dig the hole, identify the dirt, and, uh, and then make a hard stop and, and then begin the step nine process. Uh, only because what he didn't want to see was the mud going back into the hole or, or mud, you know, the hole filling up with, with mud. Um, but boy, the the net result of both the ways that we approached it was exactly the same. It was this self-awareness and 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 self validation of who I really am underneath all those bad decisions
2: and bad actions that I took over over my years of abuse. So when when you refer to it as mud, how heavy was that mud before you know step eight and step nine.
1: Oh, before step eight and step nine it was uh i it was so heavy i was i was underneath it looking up and uh with with really no hope of getting through it because i just felt it was insurmountable uh that was before Alex. step eight, before the step work right, right right i mean once once i had gone through the process steps four and five uh, and six and seven, I began to understand that there is a process to this program and, and that it works, and the load is lightened with each shovel full you take out.
2: So, you know, as as you described that, and I love how you described that, it, you know, it almost seems like it's crushing. Oh, right, it, right it, right the great work. Great work. Yeah, and, 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 you know, with our with our little podcast coffee sessions here we're we're trying to break it down into you know experience strength and hope and i think we're all over the page right now but um yeah no i think i think that's really interesting because i don't i never realized how heavy right or how crushing or how big those piles of dirt were you know until i started to you know f- list them right right, until I started to really focus and, and put mind space, you know, but again, you know, I used the word sober maturity and that's probably my my new fad word uh, or or phrase, but, but that's why these steps are in order because, you know, I've seen folks, you know, with step eight and step nine, you know, and again, I apologize, I'm jumping back and forth, oh, ping right, pong and be- right? between the two of them, but, you know, I've seen folks that, right, they don't have they don't understand the program or have worked the steps in order and they go to a family party. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, they see aunt Edna who they puked on and cursed out at the last year's Christmas party. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're on step, step one or step two. And they got the pink cloud. They're all pumped up. Hey man, I'm, you know, 38 days sober and I'm, this is great. And this is really working. So they go over to aunt Edna and tell aunt Edna, you know, Hey, I'm sorry. I, you know, hey, step eight of my program tells me to make a list. You're on my list, and let me do my step nine with you right now. And, and, and she tells you to go to hell. Yeah, right. You know, and and so the sober maturity part of it is, you know, in step eight and step nine is, you know, it's what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the reaction that we get. Right. You know, it, it's not the outcome. Is our actions not the response right right so I think we'll we'll get into more in step nine
1: but I, I think we will but I but your point is well made and that is that that understanding what the word making amends you know the definition of making amends and I love your definition let's hear it yeah right so it's uh, to correct um, to correct a mistake that one has made or a bad situation one has caused so it's not just apologizing this is not just about saying I'm sorry Aunt Edna you know this is saying Looking at, it and I'm living a different way. Uh, how much did it cost to clean that dress? You know, I puked on. Uh, <laughs> you know, let's let's take this thing home and and let me give you a little love and listen to what Aunt Edna's side of the story was. So, I think there's a lot to making amends. We'll certainly talk about when we get to step nine. But as we talk about step eight, uh, I think it's important for us to understand what's the process we're doing. Are we just going out, like you said, quickly going out and trying to apologize? Uh, I think it goes a little deeper than that. That's what I've learned. Yeah, and I
2: think um, you know I'm just really processing this, and and you know it's not just you know having the you know you have to have the sober maturity to to take whatever response comes, right? Um, and and that's part of making the list in in my head. I was already you know prejudging what was going to happen, mm-hmm. but one of the keys I think, Mike, is um, you know, I call it, we, we call it living amends. Right. Right. I mean, people were so tired of hearing Glenn say, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, my words were ineffective. So, for a period of time, and I, I, I again, I wish I took notes, but maybe two years, people saw me change. Mm-hmm. They saw that I was sober. They saw that I was serious. They saw that I was reacting different to situations that I normally would have crashed. So by the time that I was making eight and then in, into nine, um, you know, people already saw the change. Right. So they weren't shocked. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, so it was more of a, a process, you know, instead of, you know, just showing up, but, but Hey, I know that there are things on step eight that you, you go back to people and they're going to be shocked. Sure. You, you may not have talked to them. I know you have some stories yeah. that sure. you share with me and, you know, um, you know, but again, you, you got to do it at the point where if somebody shuts the door on you, you're okay with it. Right. You know, you, you did your part. Right. Right. You, know, you, you can't carry their load. Tell me, tell me where,
1: uh, I'll kind of segue into hope here. For a second, because what is you know, for me, I know that once I did step eight, uh, there was a clean break in there, a a very quick break. I mean, we're talking about days between step eight and step nine for me, because I was already I'd already became willing to make amends to them all, right? I I thoroughly Mm -hmm. followed the step. And so I guess So you
2: got past that fear point.
1: That's right. So my so my question to you is where I mean, how did you feel how did you feel as you began this? To actually execute the process, what was your change in attitude? Your change in outlook?
2: So I'm going to bring up the old dial again. Okay, I love the, the dial. old fact right. and faith dial, right? So you know, a lot of you know, a lot of this, as I mentioned before, I started out the dial was pegged on faith. You know, because I didn't have any of my own facts. You know, I relied on your facts. I relied on others' facts. I relied on my sponsors' facts, and 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 I had faith in them. Um. And you know, so when I was doing you know step eight, hey, you know what? Yeah, there was a gut check. I felt it. I felt some fear, you know, um, but I had faith that you know the stories that people were telling me were true, that their experiences were true, and I had faith that hey, I am. I had enough faith in facts in the program. The dial moved enough to facts where I poured m- more fuel into faith, and I said, hey. If it worked for you guys, I'm going to jump in and I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do it the right way. And then you saw it working for you, which increased that dial. It, it probably well. I can't wait to get the step nine because it's right. absolutely amazing how right. this how this stuff works. And um, you know, but you know, I, I, I was super hopeful. And mm-hmm. and going through that, I realized how heavy, as as you said, that piles of dirt and how crushing. You know, so I had hope. I mean, hey, if I do this. But do it the right way, right? You know, because you know, I, I was tired of half-ass and stuff. You know, I'm going to do it the right way. So I was hopeful, man, that you know, hey, I'm going to start cleaning off some of this weight, right? So, right.
1: And for for me, I was I was uh, I I saw light through that mud, right? So that that so was worked, completely buried. I wasn't completely buried. I was I was zombie-esque. I was beginning to move my body towards. Uh, towards making amends, but I was beginning to work, move my spirit towards getting right with who I believe myself really was intended to be, and so it was a, a bit of an experience for me to say, "Okay, here's my inventory, here's my list, I'm ready to go tackle it."
2: So, were you um, after you did step eight? Were you like really fired up to get on step nine, <laughs> were you, or,
1: or well, here's the here's the funny thing, and I remember the feeling well, and it was. Two combined and con, and consistent feelings inside me. One was of being beat up and fearful. I was totally afraid of of, of going through this. I was beat up from the process, but at the same really? time, yeah, at the same time, Glenn, I was energized and confident that that I had a, I had a plan to move forward, and the plan was going to support my sobriety.
2: All right, so so let me boil this down. You had a hundred plus on your list, right? When, when you got down through all the processing with your sponsor, what was the number?
1: Yeah, we we said a, a number just south of 15 that I really okay. had to focus right. on.
2: Okay, yeah. all right, awesome. Yeah, that's yep. about, I mean, I was about 12, I guess. Yep. <clears throat> so, all right, man. Hey, I loved hearing your uh, Buried by the Mounds of Dirt. Buried by the you Zombie know, it, Mike. It reminds me of that song uh, by Peter Gabriel, Digging in the Dirt. Yeah, right, there you, know, you go. Because that's uh, that's exactly what it is. Uh thanks, Glenn. Great coffee. You bet, man. I love step eight. I it love will, hearing we'll your story. You, thanks you for Step Nine. All right, brother. Bye, man.
0: Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800 839 1686 The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.